You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Metal and High Heels podcast. This is the first solo episode ever in the history of the Metal and High Heels podcast. Um, and it's me, Pia, speaking. I am alone today because um, Kiki's mother visits her for the very first time ever in Germany. So um, obviously she has a lot to do. Um, not only spending time with her mom, but I bet she wants to have everything perfect. So good luck with that, Kiki. And Steffi is ill, so get well soon, Steffi. Um, the topic of today's episode is En My Guard. I had an interview with the singer Anna in mid-November um, and you can already watch it on YouTube. If you haven't done it yet, you can also listen to it in this podcast, of course. Um, we talked mostly about the new album Moira, which was released in October. But before we dive deep into this episode, mm, there are some news. Children of Bodom released a new song with a live video and the song is called Under Grass and Clover. In my opinion, the song sounds like a mix of old songs. I recognized melodies from old songs. Um, I think it fits in the, in the era past Blood Drunk and fans will obviously like it um, it's nothing special it's not bad it is i don't know <laughs> it's a new tune of bottom song it's what we expected i think mm, i am getting familiar with jessica's beard and henka's short hair so the video didn't look weird and uh, i'm not sure if we ever talked about jessica's beard because um I asked him at Tuska Festival 2017 why he is wearing a beard like this, um, because I thought maybe he turned Muslim or something. But um, the reason is really cute. Um, he said that his daughter wants him to have this beard. And as long as she doesn't tell him to cut it, he won't do it. So uh, keep on growing the beard. <laughs> Avantasia have a lyric video out for the song Moon Glow. I didn't watch it, of course, because I don't like lyric videos. I watched some of them and maybe it's good, but I didn't watch this one. Oh, I am getting company by one of my cats. <laughs> If you hear it purring or something, it's my cat. Um, In Flames will also release a new album in March. The album is called I the Mask. It'll be interesting, I think, because the Inflamed singer just recorded a song or released a song together with Within Temptation. The first ever Within Temptation song of which I say that I really like it. Well, that's not true. I also like the um, Running Up That Hill cover. The original is by the amazing Kate Bush, by the way. Um, yeah, so in March we will have the new Children of Bodom album. And I think one week before the new Children of Bodom album named Hexed will be released, there will be an In Flames album called I the Mask. We had this situation some years ago, I think in 2008, um, also with two albums by these bands and only one week between. That was Blood Drunk and the, the In Flames album. It was the one with I Am The Highway. But I don't remember the, the album title. Uh, but I will put the link in the show notes. Wow, I didn't think that I remember to talk about the show notes without Kiki or Steffi mentioning them. <laughs> you can find the show notes um, with everything I mention during this podcast on metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. And I don't know the episode, so... Um, You'll have to look that up by yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. And of course, there is also there will also be a playlist on Spotify with the new And My Guard album Moira in it. And if the new tune of Bodom song is on Spotify yet, I will also put it into this 
Spotify-Playlist. I discovered a new band on Friday. The band is called Currents. They released a, a new song on Friday um, and they also released an EP in 2018. Not long ago, the EP is called I Let the Devil In. Um, and they just released an album in 2017, which is called The Place I Feel Safest, with a really cool album cover. Um, and they released uh, an instrumental version of The Place I Feel Safest. I think that's a really cool idea. They released that in 2018, so maybe you can call it a half release and um, add it to the to my best of album list in 2018, which is... If you have listened to the last episode, you know it, um, which is very, very short. Okay, so um, let's talk about Moira, the new album by Anne Mygard. They just released a new music video for the song The Day I Die. Um, the video was released on December 13th. And it is the, I think it's the second um, music video for Moira. The first video is for the song Echo that was already released when I had the interview with Anna. So we, of course, talked about um, the Echo video in the interview. So I don't want to talk about that too much. Uh, the video for The Day I Die is with a lot of live snippets. So it's really cool, really colorful, interesting light settings. Um, yeah, check it out if you like the band. So... The album Moira, I would say it is a kind of dark twin of Urania, the album they released before this one, because um, it's really dark and Urania was lightful. <laughs> well, the opposite of dark uh, musically, it is happier and um, with more songs that you can play in an acoustic show which uh, what they did at the female metal event 2017 uh, Moira is very psychedelic but a special kind of psychedelic music because of Anna's light voice um, the music itself reminds me a bit of the band Lucifer which I reviewed I don't know three years ago um, a very psychedelic band But um, the vocals are very different because Anna has a very light voice. She can also sing darker notes. Sometimes she kind of speaks um, and she does a kind of witchy singing on Moira from time to time. It fits the songs really good. Uh, my favorite songs on Moira are Sacred Eye. I'm not sure um, if the song is called Sacred Eye or Sacred One because the second song is called Mountain Two or Mountain Eye Eye. I didn't ask her in the interview. I should have done this. Uh, but yeah, the song is great. It's really mystic. Um, as I said, psychedelic. It is nothing that you can hear every day and everywhere so um, very special like the whole album um, and I think it's already in that song that she sings in Hungarian which fits the song pretty good um, it is more or less the opener of the album um, the opener is a short intro and then there is this song Sacred Eye, I will call it Sacred Eye, um, which is a real headbanger. So I wouldn't call it a party song because it would be a weird party song, but you can put it in a metal party playlist and everybody can headbang to this one. It's really great. Um, the song Echo, for which they released the first music video, um, also is a killer song with an interesting melody, interesting chorus. And also the lyrics are interesting because um, it is very mystic. 
like all the lyrics on Moira. And if you're interested in witches or just like good lyrics, you should definitely read the lyrics of Moira. I talked to Anna about the topic of witches and um, so I won't go into too much detail because you can listen to that in the interview that um, I will put into this episode so that I'm not alone. Anna will be with me in a couple of minutes or seconds. So, um, yeah, I just talked about the songs that I really liked on the album. And um, the third one that I want to mention is Elijah. Elijah is a very poppy song. So if you listen to Sacred Eye and say, well, um, the song is too special for me, then you should turn on Elijah and you will get familiar with Anna's voice. Um, the tune won't get out of your head for days, believe me. And the fourth song that I really like on the album is The Day I Die. Um, it's an outstanding song. It is a very calm song. Compared to the, to the others, it has a special spirit, like um, kind of campfire spirit, I would say. And the, the lyrics are really cool because um, Anna sings about, well, she's going to die on that day. Or that's at least what I would um, take out of the lyrics. But she's not like, oh, I'm so scared. Um, she said, well, I, I don't know what comes, but I was dead before I uh, came back. So let's see what happens today. And um, yeah, tomorrow will be another day for me. That is um, a very nice way to deal with the topic of death. Because, well, who knows if it is the end. Maybe it's not. Um, I think I'm with Anna here because I think we are not gone when we're dead. Something remains um, in the people we leave behind and maybe something turns into something different. We'll never know. Maybe we will know one day. <laughs> But not today. So yeah, that are my favorite songs on the album. Mm, I already said... There are some vocals in Hungarian, not one song in particular, but um, it is here and there in different songs. And I already mentioned that Anna has a very um, has a great variety in her vocals with the witchy singing, low voice, high voice. That's everything that I can say about Moira. I want to write a review about it. I didn't do this yet. Maybe I can do it over Christmas. Um, yeah, and I hope that this episode will be out before Christmas. So if you're looking for a special Christmas present for the witch you call your friend, then you could buy this one, this album, or give all the witches in your... Um, all the witches you know the tip that they should listen to this album. Yeah, now let's listen to the interview. Hello everyone, this is Pia for Metal and High Heels. And I am sitting here in my um, living room. <laughs> um, and I have an interview with Anna from And My Guard via Skype. Hi, Anna. Hello, thanks for having me. I'm also in my living room, so that's, <laughs> that's already the same with us. Great. Um, you will play a concert in Poland tomorrow and you um, already played some shows in October and November, is that right? Oh yes, uh, we just released our third album mm -hmm. uh, in October and there's a little tour going on uh, around the release and we were playing in the Netherlands, that was our huge record uh, release show and It was just awesome. We always uh, enjoy playing in the Netherlands, so those gigs were great. Of course, uh, we had a record release show here in Hungary, in Budapest, because we are a Budapest-based band. And tomorrow we're going uh, to Poland and then to Czech Republic, so it's going to be exciting and <laughs> a little cold. We are so afraid because it's already winter time and... 
thumbs up for the bands who are touring, uh, especially in the winter time, because it's very risky to be on time at the mm-hmm. venue. So hopefully everything's going to be all right. Yeah, hopefully. We had the first snow yesterday. Oh. But it, it wasn't cold enough so that it um, could stay. It's already gone. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Um, how did people react to your new album? It's called Moira and it was released by the end of October, I think. Uh, it was released on the 11th of October, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Uh, it, uh, it, it was released by a Dutch independent label and they are called Painted Base. Um, and we are experiencing such a great media like presence around the album so i just cannot believe it it's so fantastic so the reviews are still coming and coming and uh, they're great we are so satisfied so we are so happy exciting times for us yeah cool <laughs> Yeah. Um, you also played the female metal event this year, and you already played there last year. But I think um, in 2017 it was an acoustic show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, back in 2017 it was an acoustic show. It is great, and after that, uh, not a long time later, we were invited to this year's edition. And uh, because our label is based uh, in the Netherlands, therefore we had a record release show like in a power set, like on Thursday, (laughs) Thursday, I think. And on Sunday, uh, we were coming back from Amsterdam for another gig. And it was also a semi-acoustic-like gig, but we enjoyed both. I was, uh, at the beginning, I was afraid of playing an acoustic show because... uh, Our music is so heavy, so like intense. But uh, as we did this uh, back uh, in last year, we were like, okay, that's that's all fine. That's that's another thing. And to play in a power set, it's 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 another. But we enjoyed both, so it's cool. Yeah, I um, enjoy the <laughs> the non-acoustic. <laughs> shows as i already told you but many yeah. people uh, said that the gig in 2017 was great so yeah oh yes 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 it it, it was it was a beautiful day <laughs> i still remember it was awesome. awesome yeah the venue was really cool the oh yes it was yeah yeah blue collar theater was great it was fully packed uh with people it was our sh- first sold out show ever Mm-hmm. And it was happening in the Netherlands. So beautiful, beautiful experience. <laughs> um, let's talk about the new album Moira. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You released a video for the song Echoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the video has a very beautiful setting. Where did you do the video oh. shot? Uh, have you ever been to Platense? Balaton? No, I heard a yeah. lot of that, but I've never been there. <laughs> yes, uh, it 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 uh, uh, they were shooting by Lake Balaton, Platense, because mm. uh, the song is about a very old Hungarian fairy tale, and it's about the echo of Tihany, mm-hmm. uh, 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 and it's a beautiful yet very sad uh, tale. So. Of course, where else could we shoot a video but there? Mm-hmm. It was so funny because we were going to a beach, down to a beach, and everybody was just having a great time in bikinis and swimsuits and stuff like that. And we arrived with, with <laughs> black makeup. makeup. Yes, <laughs> black makeup. I I was wearing a beautiful blue uh, skirt dress so everybody was like oh what the hell is going on there <laughs> who are these people but it was it was nice we really did enjoy um shooting that music video so yes that's our first music video and we are already working on another one which is gonna be a tour diary kind of uh video okay oh. for which song 
<laughs> Can you already we tell us? <laughs> we, we, we haven't decided it yet, but I think it's going to be for The Day I Die. Oh, okay. uh, the song entitled The Day I Die, which is kindly ironic, but it's the happiest song I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the most poppy song on the album. Yes, it, it's poppy, but still the lyrics has have... Um, some kind of um, darker or deeper background meaning and stuff like that. I like to use metaphors when I write my lyrics. So therefore there are so many visuals and symbols and the things I like uh, in nature, they all, they all appear in the lyrics. So, yeah. And on, in the song Echoes, there is a, part uh, where you sing in Hungarian. Do you say yes. Hungarian? I think it's Hungarian. Yes, Hunga yes Hungarian, exactly. You're right. Okay. <laughs> um, how do you decide which language you choose for your lyrics? Uh, from the beginning, why I cho chose English or for this particular song? For this song or in general? Yes. Uh, as I mentioned, it's about Hungarian fairy tale and Uh, I like to uh, put uh, words in my uh, native language to mother language too. And uh, on the previous album, on Urania, I was also singing a small part in Hungarian. So it's a very special thing for me. Uh, I think when, when I started to write my songs, I suddenly I uh, started to write them in English, of course, because I believe that uh, English is the language for rock music, right? And uh, but I I really like my language. I think Hungarian sounds so cool. <laughs> When we were uh, playing in the Netherlands, everybody came to us like, uh, "Are you gonna release a Hungarian uh, record to folk kind of a thing?" and I was like, maybe, but that's not the main goal for us. But I really like Hungarian, singing in Hungarian. So that, therefore, because of the topic, of course, therefore it was so, like, natural to sing in my language, just a small part. Mm. Um, do you also use it for more personal lyrics? Because I know it from myself, when I sing in German, it feels kind of weird because it feels closer to myself if i use english language i can hide behind a different language somehow <laughs> well uh, it's an interesting point i haven't thought about it yet but maybe like unconsciously of course because that's my number one language uh but because i when i was a little child i went to song contests um, and singing i was singing hungarian folk songs and therefore it was like i really like uh, hungarian folk uh, music too and uh, that's the reason why i uh, put them into uh, or songs but unconsciously who knows <laughs> yes maybe thanks <laughs> You already mentioned the um, the previous album, Orania, mm -hmm. and um, Moira feels a bit like the dark twin. Oh, you got the point, you got the point, <laughs> yes. Yes, it, it's uh, um, why Orania was taking to the listeners to an upper level, like elevating and swimming in the starry skies. I was... Uh, singing about universal themes, uh, regardless of uh, people, gender, whatever. Mm. Whereas Moira was dragging down, like pushing, pushing down the listener, and uh, it's 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 uh, it's a harder topic. Like uh, as I mentioned, I like to use metaphors, and I I I do a lot of research, especially in the Greek mythology. Greek, Celtic, Hungarian, whatever, but mainly Greek. And uh, Moira, uh, I don't know if uh, uh, I mentioned, but they are the goddess, the Moirai, they are the goddesses of fate in Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. So, and they uh, symbolize the underworld. 
So the whole concept of the album uh, derives from them. And this is our journey through the underworld, of course, in a metaphorical sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have to face your fears and you have to go through your struggles to get up again to the surface. So that's what I wanted to represent in the oh. darker, darkest sister of uh, Urania. So, yes. Mm -hmm. So I was right. <laughs> yes. yes, thank you. Yeah, cool. Um, it reminded me of Batman, what you just said, because um, mm -hmm. the quote is, I don't know if I can say it correctly in English, um, the night is darkest before dawn or before sunset. No, before oh. dawn. Oh, yes, yes, dawn. Yeah. <laughs> so you have Beautiful. to go through the, through the dark to yeah. see the light yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, you already said um, that the Moira is the goddess of fate. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about fate? Um, is fate something bad or is it, um, is it just something that the goddesses want you to experience or to, to live? Oh, very we are going to a spiritual kind of conversation <laughs> yeah that's that's cool i i think uh, all people have a special purpose on this planet mm -hmm. and of course uh if you're have if you want to reach something which takes you higher 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 here especially which makes you a better person and a wiser person mm -hmm. you have to face obstacles obstacles and uh Yes, that would be one interpretation that you have to uh, go through these obstacles and just fight your demons and go to the next one and fight your demons. So, yeah. Uh, yes. It's, it's, not, it's not an easy world. It, it mm -hmm. has never been uh, for people who want to reach something and especially for artists. Mm. But... Uh, Yes, you have to keep fighting. <laughs> that's my that's my advice. And you have to like you have to have a loud loud voice and you have to create something special, which uh, probably like it's not hundred percent uh, sure that it's gonna reach it will reach that amount of people that you would like it to reach. But you have to be honest, your artists have to be honest, and you have to be honest with yourself and just to create a unique something <laughs> in this lifetime. So that's my purpose, I think. And of course, I am facing a lot of obstacles, like <laughs> almost every day, every day. It's, 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 it's so hard for the independent artists, uh, but I keep fighting. Yeah, I can imagine. And I think that's also what your band was going through from the beginning because um, uh, it's written everywhere that the beginning was very hard for your band. So maybe you can explain that or tell us about your journey as a band. Uh, it was a one-person project at mm -hmm. the beginning. I was raised in a very small uh, town called Bekeshtaba. Uh, in the eastern part of Hungary and I was studying classical music but of course I met rock music I met the great rock artists and uh, I became so obsessed with rock music so I started to play bass guitar and I started to write my songs when I moved to Budapest because of university I had to find uh, musicians who would uh, of course play with me at the gigs mm -hmm. but it was I was so immature, immature, sorry for the mispronunciation. I was so young from like early 20s, uh, late teenage years. So until 2011, 12, it was so like, and my guard was like, yeah, <laughs> young girls, something. But when we released our first EP and we uh, came out with our first music video, Uh, that was the point when I was uh, uh, starting to think about what if uh, if I would take um, my guard to uh, international uh, level, I want to have uh, a foreign uh, music uh, 
record label and uh, then I found the, Nor the Norwegian Smash Fabric Records and they signed us and I was like back in 2012 <laughs> for a Hungarian artist to be signed by a Norwegian label I was thinking yes yes I made it everything's gonna be so easy I finally I have a management and stuff like that but no <laughs> no because then I was thinking about I have to tour abroad so I mm -hmm. have to take the boys abroad and to be brave enough and without any help because uh, I wasn't signed by a booking agent or by I wasn't working with any promoter uh, by the time. So I started to contact uh, the clubs and promoters agents. It took almost two years for me. It was an everyday work to sit down and to start to manage my band and start to build up uh, relationships in the business. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, talking about Europe, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Yes, and uh, of course I was writing more and more and more songs and we came out with our first album, Innocence Descent, and uh, we were signed by a small English label and they helped us to find contacts in the UK and I found contacts in Spain and Italy. So in 2015... Uh, we were able to do our first European tour. Mm. And uh, whew, <laughs> we a had long to way. be good. Yes, and we had to be really, really, really brave. And I, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. But for the first tour, it was like, whoo. <laughs> but, we, but we enjoyed every single gig. It was so rock and roll back then. <laughs> Sleeping on the stage when you, where you were playing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we asked the venue owner, like, where's our accommodation? Because I think in London. And he told us, you have accommodation there. And he was pointing to the uh, stage where we were playing mm -hmm. a few hours uh, earlier. So... Yes, we made you have our a dressing room. No, no dressing room, <laughs> nothing. So you had to uh, to get ready for the gig on the toilet, on the public toilet. Oh yes, yes, mm. of course, yes, of course. But so yeah, and it's it's still a very heavy journey. Um, uh, of course, I I have relationships uh, finally in the business, but basically, I'm still managing the band. I'm praying for a manager a very reliable manager who would help me because uh, it, it's so complicated not to write only the music so uh, I, I have to uh, call the promoters and the owners like everything's gonna be all right with our accommodation and it takes time it takes so much time and uh, I think by this point I, I have to have uh, concentrate on the only the artistic part, mm. not the management part. But that's my fate. <laughs> <laughs> that's my fate to be to be the manager of for this lifetime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I have a question um, about the the former album about Orania because I saw that it is fully uploaded on YouTube and I think it's even on your channel, on your own band channel. Mm -hmm. Why that? Uh, we had a green light. We get, got a green light from our label. Uh, it is a German label, Rock and Grow uh, Records and Axel, the owner of the label, told us like, why not to upload the full album. Uh, it's, it is his tactic, so I just I just said I agreed of course um, and I I also I'm 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 always thinking about uploading Moira in a full video too but <sighs> the industry has been changing so 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 quick so one day it's only good to be on Spotify the other day upload the album fully to every platform and the other day that no it you listeners have to pay to listen to mm. uh, your music so I don't, <laughs> I don't know 
I don't know. So. Yeah, it totally changed. That's so interesting because um, bands used to tour to promote the album so that people go and buy the album and now you sell an album so that people come to your concerts. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I think it's it's not a surprise that most bands like us, we sell our CDs, like physical CDs, on our gigs. So, of course, you can order yours uh, uh, from us and from our label, but we, we sell most of the albums, most of our albums at our gigs, so... Which, which is cool. I, I, I really like that. Like people come to me after the shows and we, we have a chance to talk like face to face and I'm able to say thank you for coming and for supporting. So that's that, that, that's the thing I really like. Yeah. Yeah. And people want their CDs signed. Oh, of course. Of, yeah. course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Um. Why did you choose the bass as your main or second instrument? I don't know, a second instrument maybe? <laughs> or did uh, you start playing bass? No, I, I when I was studying classical music, I was uh, playing on flute. So I was a flute. I'm still a flutist. <laughs> Who did chose? You also play the flute on one of your albums, right? Uh, yes, I, I play uh, on flute and several songs. Uh, the reason what why I'm not playing on flute like all of my gigs because I, I sing and yeah. obviously it's <laughs> it, it doesn't have a solution to do uh, the two things uh, at the same time but uh, bass guitar is my true love my father uh, gave me my first bass guitar when I started to listen to rock music and uh, and he, he really liked uh, good uh, rock music, good heavy metal, metal music. He was such a big Black Sabbath fan. And uh, one day I came home and there was my first bass guitar standing <laughs> in front of my bed. And from the first time, I, 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 I'm so obsessed with this instrument. I think it's the mother of all instruments. Like the the mother, the bass guitar have has to be stable. It has to be like very stable. The instruments uh, instrument on which other instruments can uh, rely on, and but it sounds so feminine. So <laughs> it, it's my interpretation. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. think it's cool when women play the bass guitar because yeah. it is bam, it is uh, such a an impressive sound. Yeah. And especially yeah. when the when the women are small and um tiny, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a good combination, I think. Yes, Susie Quattro and uh, my biggest role model, uh Melissa of Damour, she was playing in whole Smashing Pumpkins and uh she did a very great uh, solo uh, career. So she was my number one influence mm -hmm. uh, in connection with how to play, how to uh, play on stage, how to like act with your instruments and how to be super, super, super feminine. Whereas you are playing so loud and you're so aggressive. So this this duality kind of thing. So I'm so thankful for her, Melissa Damour. So yeah, and when I first uh, no when I when I went to Prague to um, uh, see one of her concert, <laughs> she came on to the stage and she was so little, <laughs> like I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And the huge Fender Precision bass guitar was so big, but she, she was so cool. Oh my god. I'm pretty tall, actually. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I'm not a tiny bass player. <laughs> um, how does the live show of your band look like? Do you also play bass solos? Uh, sometimes interludes, but it's it's um, it's it is merely an improvisation, mm -hmm. so it's not planned. But in the future, I would like to play something by myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I also want to talk about the the scene, the metal scene, or um, 
Hungary or Budapest in general. <laughs> so <laughs> it's <laughs> better. Yes. How's the yeah. metal scene in in Hungary? It's better than it used to be a few years ago. I don't want to <laughs> sound like so pessimistic, but <sighs> yes, uh, but it's improving. A lot of great bands, a lot of unique bands are appearing on the scene, and the thing is that I'm really happy about is these bands because we're so such a small country and the rock metal scene is so small mm -hmm. like most of us we know each other like in person so the greatest thing is I see a very supportive scene when it comes to uh, the metal scene and uh, to know the other bands so we are kind of very supportive with each other because we are the youngest generation of uh, Hungary's rock and metal scene and we feel this connection. Mm. But yes, uh, 10 years ago, <laughs> I wouldn't allow you to ask me this question because I would like, like no, <laughs> it's tragic. But by now, it, it, it's all fine. It's, it's, it's getting better and better, hopefully and finally. Um, and we talk about this topic um, a lot. Uh, we ask many bands, especially from different countries, about um, sexism and equality in their country. Mm -hmm. How's the situation in Hungary? Are men and women kind of equal or is it still a long way to go? Mm -hmm. uh, I was writing my master's degree uh, thesis about female empowerment in the 90s, in the 90s rock scene, grunge and... So I'm, I'm kind of an expert, expert uh, in this topic. But when it comes to my music, I always say that when I sit down with a manager or with a promoter or whoever I want to have a business relationship with, I don't sit down there as a woman, but as an artist. So that's my philosophy. And it, when, when, I, when I get negative comments and... Uh, Sometimes sexist comments during our gigs. I'm like, I, I just I just don't want to care about it. I, I keep going and I, I try to inspire as many uh, women as I can. But I'm not like start to fight. Like that's not my philosophy. But of course, uh, these things uh, are still happening, uh, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> but I try to not think about it, but just keep going and going and... Uh, just presenting who I am. I, that's my philosophy. I, I like, uh, um, I, I um, know a lot of uh, great uh, uh, all-female bands in Budapest. The scene, uh, the, I don't know, because uh, uh, earlier it was called the riot girl scene in America and the States, but <laughs> for now, I, I don't know what it's called. Like on Facebook, there are still Riot Girls, Riot Girls teams, but I, I don't know how to call this scene. But a lot of great bands are uh, coming to the surface, all female uh, uh, bands, and uh, they, they have this clear message against sexism and uh, stuff like that. Uh, but I'm some, somewhere in between. Mm. And I'm, I am that person who... Like, as I said, I don't co consider myself as a woman in the scene, but as an artist first. And when somebody comes to uh, me and uh, doesn't respect this, then I'm like, what What should I do with this person? Like, <laughs> no, just no, and just, 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 just leave. Yeah, yeah and then just, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and how is it in Hungary in general? Uh, like collectively in Hungary yeah oh I don't want to go into the governmental uh, stuff but uh, <clears throat> well it's so complicated because things are improving things are trying to be improved <laughs> by the government but uh, it's 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 a long I way to know. go it's a long way to go, I think, but mm. there are a lot of great female artists in Hungary, actresses, producers, uh, um, uh, 
musicians, of course, philosophers, uh, journalists. So I think they, when, when they raise their voice, uh, they can achieve great things. So I yeah. believe in them. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm, a question that combines music and the topic of feminism a bit. Um, when I read the your song titles and also some of the lyrics, it reminded me of witches a lot. Like, uh, I think Hecate is a witch. I'm not so good in Greek mythology mm -hmm. and yeah. this stuff, but that's something that popped up in my mind um, very often. Um, and also the Moira, you, the, they are not witches, but you could interpret them like that, maybe. Yes. Um, do you um, do you inform yourself about this topic too, or is it just a side fact that there are? No, no, no. I, I I've been always interested in uh, mythology, religion, spirituality since my childhood. So, what the things I'm singing about, I I it's it's so honest from me. So I do the research, I know what I'm singing about, and I know who I'm singing about, and I sing about them in full respect, with a full respect. So, yes, I'm, I've been always uh, interested in uh, spiritualism and uh, occultism, but I, I think these, <laughs> sometimes they are considered still, in 2018, evil. Like, there's good and evil. Good. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the morality that people should own. Like, <laughs> it's the system which tells us, like, it's good or evil. Which gives you more, like, gives and improves you to be a better and a well-educated person. Like, why not? And for me, it's, like, mythology, um, um, ancient... Uh, Uh, arts and uh, spiritual and, and stuff like that so yes and uh, Hecate is the goddess of the underworld too and she's the goddess of witches she's the guard, uh, goddess of the dark moon so yes and do especially witches inspire you too uh yeah there yeah of course I think there's a witch in every woman But you you have to know how to <laughs> like um, uh, let her out. And for me, it's hundred percent rock music and metal music, so I yeah. can impress her this uh, witch uh, uh, in me through music. But mm. yes, I really recommend uh, for the women to just you know, refocus on their inner selves, their inner goddess and stuff like that. Just meditate and just keep calm and just, you know, you, because there's, there's inside you, she's inside you and you have to refine this special connection with her and she can give you much more in this life. And mm. she can give you strength and power and very, uh, a lot of creative uh, vibes. So, yeah. in a nutshell, but I can talk about it. I could talk about it like whole night. <laughs> sit down with a glass of red wine, light candles and incense and we can talk. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. We should do that when you to somewhere near me so I can come oh, to your concert. We could yes. do that the whole night. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And and that's the thing, uh, sorry, to, for me, I, I, I really like to know new people and... Uh, especially women in art. I, I, and it, it's so hard, like, in everyday life, just go through, go to job, get home and do my stuff. But when I, I find a woman or man, whatever, an artist, a creator who inspires me, he or she could give me so much. So I'm always looking forward to meet these kind of new people. And that's what I like about touring because I get to know many great artists. So, yes, yes, it's, it's a really important thing for me to sit down and talk about these topics because, yeah. Yeah, meeting people is always interesting. Yes, yes. Changing ideas and philosophies and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, that oh, was it with my questions? But if you have, uh, if you want to say anything to your fans, 
that's the moment to do that now. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, the touring is over for 2018, but stay tuned because we are coming back maybe to your country next springtime. I started to work on a bigger tour, uh, which hopefully which will be starting in April. And we really want to go back to Germany, to the Netherlands, maybe to another country, who knows. So I have to keep work, working on it. So I try to do my best to get to you next year too. Yeah, cool. Let me know so I can spread the news. Oh, thank you so year. much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And um, thank you for watching this video. Bye bye. So I am back all alone and on my own. <laughs> um, I hope you liked the interview. Obviously you did because you're still listening to this podcast. As I already said, uh, you can find the show notes and more information about Anna and, and my guard on metal-and-highheels.com. You'll have to find out which episode this is by yourself because I don't know at the moment. <laughs> um, The jingle is by the band Mercy Isle. It is based on their song Storm from the album Undying Fire. And it's Cassandra Novell's band. We already told them they have to record new stuff. And uh, maybe they will do this. They discussed it on Facebook <laughs> after we said they have to record something new. So let's see what happens. Um, this will be the last episode of 2018. I hope you had a great year and a better music music year than I had. Mm, there are some releases in 2018 that I'm looking forward to, but nothing that I'm too thrilled about. So hmm, 2017 was outstanding. Um, yeah, have a great time. Have a great Christmas. Maybe you also listen to this episode on Christmas because you are on your own like I am at the moment. So um, we are there. You can listen to a lot of other episodes. You can watch a lot of interviews on our YouTube channel. So we will be with you if you want us to. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening and hear you next year. Bye-bye. <laughs>